0: Listening to Rumination Thursday Law and Gospel. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me we have Wes Reimnitz, who's with me each Thursday. How are you doing, Wes?
1: Doing fine. How's Tom doing?
0: Oh, I'm doing really good. Uh, the weather looks pretty good, and we got home last night close to midnight from our church. It was a 300 mile round trip. And today I've got about a 260-mile round trip to another church for Lenten services. So we're looking forward to that. But we're going to be talking about something that I didn't think we would be talking about. And it's something that's really, in my view, very exciting. For years...
1: I I would agree. You know for okay.
0: years i've yeah. been on uh, let me let me get the introduction through okay for for years i've been on kfuo i began in march 1997 so this is march 2021 for 24 years i've been on kfuo and one of the topics that we talk a lot about is the pro-life movement and For 24 years, when I talk about this, not once have I been told not to speak about that. I mean, you don't find many radio stations that are so pro-life as K-F-U-O. Well, I received an article that totally surprised me. It was written on January the 15th, 2021, and it simply gives a report that the state of Missouri has become the first state in America to no longer perform abortions. Now, Time Magazine had a chart once about every state and the restrictions they had on abortions. But in Missouri, they did something, and it wasn't just last week or something, it occurred on May the 17th, 2019, where Missouri passed a law that made abortions illegal after eight weeks of pregnancy with no exceptions for cases of rape or incest. This has led every... St. Louis abortion facility to stop doing abortions. Planned Parenthood says it will not perform abortions because it does not want to comply with Missouri's pro-life laws. Instead, the St. Louis facility is referring women for abortions to a new Planned Parenthood a few miles across the border in Illinois. So Louise and I we actually drove by on Lindell, the Planned Parenthood uh, location, and there were gates there. Everything was locked up, and it certainly appears that even though they have a license to continue to do abortions because of this law, they have stopped. Now, why are we talking about that today? Well, first of all, in Missouri, we remember Rush Limbaugh who has passed from this veil of tears, who was very pro-life. And there were others, like on Fox News, Sean Hannity and other TV personalities. Our own President Harrison uh, attended a smaller gathering because of the virus in Washington this month in the pro-life movement. But to say, that a state no longer performs abortions is something I can't believe has happened. And why I haven't heard about it is really beyond me, because it occurred on May 17, 2019. Now, I kind of blame, if you want to say blame or give credit to KFUO, you've got Issues, etc., that is listened to all over the world, and they, Todd and Jeff, are very pro-life. Then you've got other programs besides Law and Gospel that are pro-life. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah, they're very involved in the pro-life movement. And, and so I give credit to KFUO Because it's heard in Missouri. And I just did not hear about the legislature in Missouri banning abortions after eight weeks, leading to the closing down of the abortion clinics. That's a a real good thing.
1: Well, as you come to that, there's a little bit more history to this as, as you look at it. I was able to take a look at uh, Missouri Department of Health Statistics Services with the report on abortions, and I found that to be quite interesting. And it, and it comes from these uh, what I call anti-life movements, these um, pro abortionist articles articles. In 2017, there was roughly 4,000 abortions in the state of Missouri by 2019 it had dropped to 1368 1,368 by the year 2020 between January 1st and November 15th it dropped down to 39 and wow. in the, in in that November uh, of 2020 uh Planned Parenthood in st Louis had had said that they had had seven uh, which I would imagine seven of the 39 and uh, in 2017 there were as I understand it four clinics or four Planned Parenthoods in Missouri and today there's only one so there it, it's had a in these anti uh, life movements the in other words, the pro-abortionists say that these restrictions, that things like education, informing people about uh, when life begins, and is having a, a negative, negative effect on their being able to get out there.
0: Yes, one of the things I really liked hearing, some of the states insist that before a woman has an abortion, she is shown images of the baby within her. And it says that when that occurs, 90% of the women decide not to have an abortion. So Mm -hmm. there are laws that can be put into place that help women to understand what they are really doing with an abortion. And the state of Missouri is the first one. Tell me another radio station that is so pro-life as is KFUO. (laughs)
1: I can't find one. No. Uh,
0: There are radio personalities like Hannity and others on Fox News that are very pro-life. But for a station, I can't remember one program ever on KFUO that was against pro-life. And look at how many people attended pro-life rallies when the virus wasn't around. And our own president, Matthew Harrison, should be given a lot of credit for what he has done in this area, as well as appoint individuals in the pro-life movement. And also, I don't know of any seminary professor who isn't pro-life. Do you?
1: No, I I agree with you. I mean, it, it really comes down to educating, informing, keeping people uh as as you say you know some states call that they take a look at an ultrasound and, and picture of the baby within them yes that uh somehow informing people of of what's there in that missouri law by the way is a 72 hour waiting period they have to go well, through several exams
0: excellent excellent i don't remember that being passed in 2019 And I can't believe it's not on the front page of pro-life movements as the first state to no longer be performing abortions. They have to send their people over to uh, your state. (laughs) Yeah,
1: unfortunately, Unfortunately, we have that problem. Uh, But there's been some follow-up there. They're they're appealing it in the 8th district court, federal district court, trying to overturned that that uh state law in the eight week period and uh since then planned parenthood has claimed that they've had an abortion in january at, at that st louis place now whether it's confirmed or not i can't i can't tell you but it's been
0: reported well all the doors are locked and such and uh the the article that I had received that was sent to me indicated that um, in the United States, there were 706 active abortion facilities, but 45 of them closed in 2020. And 10 mm-hmm. states saw a decrease in the number of abortion facilities, including even New York where nine abortion centers closed. But then, of course, you have some states where there were additional facilities. And these states, interesting, California, Minnesota, Colorado, Michigan, North Carolina, Alabama, Kentucky, Maine, and Nevada. And there's been an increase in the number of abortion mills also in North Carolina, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, and Virginia. Now, to overturn this, they're going to have to have the Supreme Court say it's wrong. And right now, with the folks on there, I don't think that's going to pass.
1: Right. Yeah. And one of the facts that I read about Missouri is with their law, should abortion ever be banned, if Roe v. Wade uh, ever be turn, overturned, abortion would be banned in, in altogether in, in uh,
0: Missouri. Yes, it would be up to the individual state to decide whether or not they're going to do abortions. And that's why it's important that people continue to speak out against it.
1: You know, it, it raises a question, which probably only with medical people, pro lifers, uh, can, can answer that I, I ran across is a lot of times they say abortion is viable at 20 weeks is when they can do it. And the Missouri law says eight weeks. Is it coming down to where the state is, is saying at what point is it allowable, not allowable?
0: And this is amazing that the legislation in Missouri did this. And yeah. occasionally you'll hear on KFUO uh, various Congress people in Missouri, etc., being interviewed uh, about this. And I think KFUO has done a lot being heard in many places in Missouri, as well as the whole world, because you can listen to it on the internet. And, I'm not really aware of any other radio station that is as pro-life as is KFUO.
1: And that was the secret you wanted to get out there, right?
0: Well, I wanted to get out is I think we're partly responsible and should be given credit for Planned Parenthood deciding to close down because people obviously were talking to their officials in government. And I would encourage you, uh, if you're listening, uh, to write to those who are in your area thanking them for this law. And now I can understand the law being passed uh, with so many weeks, eight weeks. I think some of the reasons are the child begins to feel pain at that time, etc but with no exceptions for cases of rape or incest. When I've dealt with those, the option is adoption. The woman can have the child, and rather than putting it to death ahead of time, it would be open for adoption, and that has become uh, a a good thing.
1: Okay, got a question for you now. Go. Well, how do we put this in a law gospel perspective since we're on law gospel?
0: Well, from a law gospel perspective, the law is very clear in the scripture. It's the fifth commandment, thou shalt not kill, or retranslated, thou shalt not murder. Because people can kill. God gives permission for that, like killing animals to eat them. Uh, also in war, defending your country. So the commandment is talking about taking life when God has not given permission for us to do that. So the law is very clear that people are going against the will of God. Right now, I'm doing a series on the churches in Revelation, and it's really quite amazing how the problems of those seven churches are also the problems that are occurring here in the United States, such as with syncretism. Can you explain that syncretism?
1: Well, it's syncretism is when, when there's a cooperating effect going on. In other words, uh, we're cooperating with God in, in our salvation.
0: And also, A false syncretism occurs also when we cooperate with other religious groups that are definitely for the killing of children in the womb, for homosexuality, gay marriage, etc. And when congregations join with those groups, and when denominations have that particular point of view, that's called syncretism, which is exactly what israel did and were sent into babylonian captivity because of their adultery and many sins against god
1: right yeah well if you even back it up uh you read in in uh, first kings and second kings and and in chronicles how israel had multiple gods they they would call upon the god of israel and the God of Edom, and you name it. And they couldn't understand why they they weren't getting any answers every time they they followed the false gods.
0: Exactly. In fact, the church we looked at yesterday uh, at our Lenten service was one in which God accuses them of being like Balaam and Barak, where the Midianites wanted a curse against Israel and the king of the Midianites Barak told Balaam the prophet to do a curse and he didn't do a curse he refused to do that but he talked with Israel to the point where they ended up committing adultery fornication etc with the Midianites and we've Mm. got that problem today uh, where young people when they get engaged suddenly think it's okay to start living together prior to the marriage. Is that against the Bible?
1: Oh, yeah, it kind of brings to mind what you've talked many times before, the the problems that the theory of evolution has brought into this, that man is some kind of animal that's uh, evolving or de-evolving in the world around us.
0: Exactly, and The church needs to stand up against these items. The one problem that we're hearing in a lot of churches is pastors are hesitant to speak out against this immoral life, lest they offend their members. Now, when was the last time that Jesus kept quiet so he wouldn't offend someone?
1: (laughs) I don't remember. an No.
0: Yeah, I mean— He didn't have to say to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. He didn't have to say to the Pharisees, by the way, your father is the devil. It's not Abraham that you think. So Jesus never minced words, but it got him crucified. And we remember the Beatitudes. What's one of the Beatitudes about persecution? Those are
1: those that persecute you.
0: Yeah. Yeah and expect
1: it you know on the other hand those that are troubled over over the problems that they've encountered in, in other words have committed abortion and are sorrowful jesus also says come to me who, who are heavy laden and i will give thee rest that there there is repentance found in the gospel you know uh that uh, believing in in the blood of christ for my sins that uh they are forgiven.
0: And getting back to the law gospel, you asked about when a person becomes heavy laden, that is because of the law that he has either done, said, or thought something that kind of ruins his life. God has set up negative consequences for our sin. And the worst thing that God would do to a person or a nation. Is allow that person or nation to think wrongly and not have any negative consequences. About the closest that that came to in the Bible was Sodom and Gomorrah, where mm-hmm. the things they used to think were wrong, they now thought were okay, and vice versa.
1: You know, it brings to mind when you when you talk about that, and we talk about life, is is John chapter ten where it talks about the Good Shepherd, and Jesus said that, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly." What kind of abundant life are we talking about there?
0: Yes, the life isn't a peaceful life here on earth, but a spiritual peace, that regardless of what is confronting you in your own experience, God has promises. Last night, at the end of the service, we sang a hymn that every verse begins, I am trusting thee, Lord Jesus. And then it would say why we're trusting him. And I made the point that if you look at the hymn, the reason we trust him is because there is a promise he's given us behind what we are trusting him. So that, for example, when we baptize an infant, we trust that the infant has received faith, and also the gift of the Holy Spirit, and sins are forgiven. There's no evidence for that except the promises of, like Peter at Pentecost, that you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, the forgiveness of sins, and the promises to you and to your little ones. So we trust Jesus. That's what Christianity is all about.
1: And that kind of brings us full circle back to, KFEO, and many others in in the state of Missouri, our president of of our Senate, that uh, talked about the promises that that are found in the gospel of Jesus Christ and, and where life really, truly begins.
0: Yes, and that's why it's important when you ever move to a new city, just don't look for a Lutheran church because there are Lutheran denominations that do not believe what the Bible says. Visit the church, talk to the pastor, listen to the sermon, because your children are going to be brought up in the Sunday school and be hearing what that particular pastor thinks is correct. And so that's why we would encourage always to try and join a Lutheran Church Missouri Synod or one of the denominations that are in fellowship with us, which means they and we agree on God's word, and I think the more people listen to KFuo, the more they're going to have the right understanding of God, particularly on the pro-life movement.
1: Yeah, I think that's well said. I mean, it really comes down to listening to God's word, and you you can see that all the way through the Bible, where He says, "Listen to the things that I said." When we saw it a few weeks ago when we. Celebrated uh, the transfiguration.
0: What did God the Father say at the transfiguration?
1: This is my beloved son, listen to him.
0: Yeah, listen to him. And see, that's what's so good about KFUO, is that I'm not listening to a particular personality, but those personalities are repeating what God had to say. And that's why it's important to be telling others about KFUO so we can thank God what has happened that the legislature has done what it's done. I mean, I'm amazed because a lot of legislatures will say, no, we're not going to allow rape, except in cases, I'm I'm sorry, not allow abortion, except in cases of rape or incest. But even that has been refused, which I think is Absolutely correct.
1: It's just wonderful uh, getting the good news of Jesus Christ out there. I think that, that's, as, as you said, has been a positive effect of KFUO and, and of our church body, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. And
0: okay, we've documents. had 24 years then on KFUO. We thank you for listening. Tomorrow we're going to have Open Mic Friday. You can email if you have any questions on this article or anything else that Wes and I have talked about. Until tomorrow... God bless you.
2: Listen to Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9:30 on KFUO. For a tax deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, PO Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll free 1-877-267-1962.